and we are cooking on all stations. So, hey, I want to welcome you today. It is Friday, May 22nd, uh, sort of a rainy day here in a little town of Beaver, and I am so looking forward to talking to you today. Uh, today is the first day that Beaver, my little town and our county, has moved in Pennsylvania to the yellow zone. And that means that we are legally open today uh, for limited business and limited, limited participants, etc. But anyway, uh, that's a good thing. But uh, we always start our broadcast out by talking about some prayers for people that are affected by COVID-19, this virus that's going on around us. And, and we just need to keep them in our mind and them in our prayers and, and our family and friends and everybody that we get behind us. Uh, people usually ask me, you know, how you doing today? And I say, you know, wonderfully terrific or some crazy answer. But lately it's been wonderfully optimistic. And, and I really believe that things are, are going to take off and, and they're going to get better. We're going to get this thing behind us. And, and somehow, some way, they're going to find some medicines and antidotes and, and, and uh, things that we can take. Uh, that will protect us from this COVID virus that's going around and we can get on with life. Life doesn't stop. It really goes on. And, and you know, we talk about that every day and, and I talk about thinking. You know, everything that we do starts with thinking. And, and I'm going to round out today. We're going to talk about and finish out my segment on life insurance today. Uh, but before we get there, I just want to review uh, you know, financial mastery coaching, the blueprint that I've created, and, and some things that are there that will help you move yourself forward. It's really all about you and you moving forward and accomplishing the things in life that you want to accomplish, that you are capable of accomplishing, that you don't even know. When I meet people and I see in them abilities that most people don't see in themselves, uh, that was the way Jody looked at me 30 years ago at that meeting in Ohio when I met the guy and, and he literally gave me a hug and whispered in my ear, I believe in you. And it was the beginning of a journey that, that it is still going on today as, as I move forward and chase my dream of touching a million lives with this information and my coaching and uplifting information to help people find a better future. You know, I don't have a time machine and I hear this from people more often than not. When we work together, they'll say, gee, I wish I'd have met you 20 years ago. I wish I'd have met you 30 years ago. We can't do that. And there is no time machine that can take us back and start over again. But what I can share with you is the mission is that from today forward, we can change the ending. And that is really what is so important here is changing the ending. Remember the principles, thinking better, allowing you the thinking will give you the ability, the capability to see things differently, to see things in your future that you could not see before. There they are. And it is possible. It is possible to make those things happen if you but believe. You know, believing is, is really the bottom line. And, and I come to this conclusion when I talk to people and we'll talk about all the things that are possible and, and, and they, they're just sort of standoffish, you know, and, and I just say, well, don't you hope I'm right? 
wouldn't you, wouldn't you hope that I was right and that you could actually accomplish what I'm showing you that you are capable of accomplishing? That befuddles me so much when I meet the people, you know, or, or they want it, but yet they're unwilling to pull the trigger. They're, they're unwilling to make a decision to get started and moving forward, even no matter how small of a step that first step is, you must take a step forward. You, you take steps forward every day into the unknown of the day. Do you know in your life what's going to happen today? Do you know the events that are going to happen in your life today? Good, bad, indifferent? What accident is, is, is laying in front of you that you don't realize might be there? I don't know. But we have to go forward with courage. You know, courage is an important word. You must avoid discouragement. Just think of the word. It's okay to be disappointed. You know, not every goal that you set is going to be achieved. But when I set a goal and I don't achieve it, and if it's important, I reset the goal and I go at it again. And I reset the goal and I go at it again. You, you, you never give up. You know, Winston Churchill said it best. You never, never, never give up. That, that is the most important thing in life. You know, I, I, I meet people sometimes and I had this discussion yesterday with a couple and we were talking about quitters. You know, I, I didn't I didn't go to college in a formal sense. I went to community college and, and I had been in college all of my career because I have all these initials after my name. But what I realize is is and talk to people that have gone to formal college and, and I ask them a simple question. You know, when you went to college in that first semester, there was 40 people in your class, 50, 80, I don't know how big these classes are in college. I understand some are quite large. The question is, at the end of that semester, the very first semester of college, how many of them were still there at the end of the semester? How many of them had actually quit along the way? And, and that is where I talk about the financial mastery coaching, the blueprint, and the CFO project challenge. You know, are, are, are you really serious about your financial future? That's what this is about. It's your future, not mine. And, and it's my mission in life to help you find your way to that optimum position, the most efficient position you can be in. You know, and that, that comes with goals. In, in the typical financial world, when you meet with a typical financial planner, you know, they're going to ask you a bunch of questions and they're going to set goals and, and, you know, what's your income today? And well, what income do you need when you retire? I have found very, very few people that know the answer to that question, nor are they even thinking about how they can come up with it. And, and, and so the typical financial planner needs a number. You know, he needs a number. How much do you need? Because now he's going to say, okay, if you don't know what you're going to need at retirement, he, he does a process and says, okay, what do you earn today? You earn X today. So we're going to take what you earn today and we're going to increase it by an inflationary factor, which is the government, the historical 30 year history has been around 3% inflation. 
So 3% inflation, you have to realize, excuse me, in 25 years, a dollar is only going to be worth 47 cents. In 35 years, it's going to be worth 32 or 33 cents. So you have to realize that. And if you don't believe me, think about, you know, if you're a chronologically gifted person, what were you earning 20 and 25 years ago and living on compared to what you earn today and living on today? Now, maybe, maybe you're one in a thousand and, and you got it made. You, you, you've got more money than you need, you, that you even want. And, and I don't know, I've not met anybody like that uh, because propensity to consume comes into our lives and expenses rise to income. So whatever your level of income, the majority of people, their expenses rise to that income. They're not any better off today at 200,000 a year income than they were at $100,000 a year income or the family making $75,000 a year income. It is all relative. So we have to think about that in the way that we think about things and inflation. So in the typical planning, and, and, and we just are completing going through this component that I refer to as all the protection items in your life, auto, home, uh, excess liability, disability, medical insurance, government programs are still there. They're not going away. Uh, wills and trusts, ownership, and life insurance. And, and life insurance is probably in my mind, it is the most important element in that protection component, because if you don't have adequate life insurance, you put everything at risk. You put your family at risk of a future. And, and believe me, I have had early death claims. Sometimes people get it in their head. Well, you know, I, I'm healthy and I'm, and I'm not gonna die. Well, you're not in control of that. I had a young couple, they were in their, their late 40s, early 50s, three years ago. They liked to ride motorcycle at the end of the day and they went out on a ride and somebody, when well, they were going 45, 50 mile an hour and some young gal pulled right out in front of them and, and, and they T-boned her and they were both killed instantly in the accident. Left six children and, and the fortunate thing is they had followed my advice and they had purchased human life value life insurance. It was in place but it was only three years old. Imagine that, three years old, they paid three years of premiums and, and the benefit was in the millions. It was huge in, in the way it paid. So when I think about this goal planning stuff, the only way to plan for the future for retirement is with efficiency goals. It isn't a dollar amount. Because if you're sitting here thinking that in 25 years or 20 years or 30 years, I'm going to need X dollars a month. Th that is literally with certainty not going to be correct because there's no way on earth you could project 25 years into the future. Look 25 years into your past and what were you earning then? Would you have even considered what you earn today as a realistic thing? I don't think so. So if I'm looking at today and I'm looking at the government's debt and everything going on, and, and it really what's going on around us today is, is really important because it, it, it really brings to life the Willie Sutton rule. Now, what's the Willie Sutton rule? And I've talked about that. Willie Sutton was a bank robber at the turn of the last century. He would rob a bank, get caught, they'd put him in jail. He would get out of jail, break out of jail or whatever, he would get out and he'd go rob banks again. 
Well, he did that two or three times. Somebody finally said to him one day, he says, Willie, he says, why do people rob banks? He says, because that's where the money is. And if you think about how you are saving money, how you are planning for the future, following the advice of the typical, atypical advisors, atypical planners, they're not talking about diversification uh, with assets that are, that are, they're non-correlating to this, that they're, they're, you have real diversification. If you're not doing that, everything you have is at risk. And someday in the future, the government is going to be in a bind and they're going to need more money. And the easiest way for them to get more money from you and I is to look at where they know your money is. So then they can change the law, create a law or do something in their realm of what they can do to take money from us, cause us to pay more income tax in the future, change thresholds in the percentages of tax that we pay. If you study the tax code and the history of the tax code, there were many times where the taxes, the percentage of tax numbers didn't change, but the threshold for that percentage changed. For example, in 1952, the threshold was, the heck was it? It was like a million dollars to hit the high tax bracket. And then they dropped the threshold down to $200,000 to hit that same percentage. Imagine that. So they play with the numbers. The life insurance that we're talking about with dividend paying mutual life insurance companies is in my mind provable in history, the safest place to store money. That's not me saying that. That's the Federal Reserve telling their member banks that permanent life insurance has the least risk of default. And that premise has existed for well over 100 to 150 years in history. The life insurance industry are the only people that can honestly say we've never lost a dollar of anybody's cash value in any of those policies. So as we round out our protection component today, and as I go forward, we will talk on and touch on different aspects of, of this insurance realm as we talk about strategies. Because next week, I'm going to start several days of talking about financial strategies that will only be open to you if you plan for them. You, you cannot uncover like, like finding gold underground. You can't at age 65. I'm going to retire next week, next month, next year. And here's one of these strategies that I just found out about. And, and I cannot take advantage and I cannot lower my taxes by 30, 40. Oh, excuse me. 100, 200, 300, 400% reduction in taxes at retirement by, by, having a mentality of use it or lose it. You know, it, it just, it, you can't do that. You, you can't do that because this information is here. I am making it known to you and I'm gonna to continue to go over this again and again and again and again to get the message across. It, it, it just, it's just what it is, you know, 
the the arrival syndrome is what I'm thinking about, and and the arrival syndrome is is the biggest detriment to most people. You know, I I've mentioned this. I've had conversation, and the word life insurance comes up. So, oh, you, you're a life insurance salesman. I don't want to hear, but I know all about life insurance. So, oh. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Because I have some confusion. Maybe you can clear it up if you know all about it. So with that, I'm going to end there today. We've, you know, we finished our series of talking about term insurance, universal life, which is nothing more than a package of term life insurance and a savings element. And because of the term life insurance and the ever increasing cost as we get older, Less than 1% ever ends in a death claim based on Penn State University study of term insurance. So universal life is a unique product. It's like the Wizard of Oz, but you got to pull the curtain back to actually see what's going on inside. And they don't want to make you aware of what's inside. If they truly explained it to you as to how it really works, you'd have been better off to buy term insurance not the universal life insurance because the universal life insurance is just expensive, fancy term life insurance. That's all it is. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. It will awaken you and open your eyes. Go to cfo-project.com. Put in your name and email address. You can get a free download, free download of PDF of my brand new book. And when you go there, there's going to be a lot of stuff there. And there's going to be an opportunity for you to invest $47 in yourself. And you're going to get a series of books and a one-hour video. The one-hour video, I guarantee you, will change your life. It will change your thinking and it will expose and, and make known to you ways to really plan for retirement that will have more certainty than anything else you can do. With that, God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Let me get my little cursor down here. And, and, and there it is. I will see you tomorrow. God bless.